Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the drills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BD Elite wherever you found us on your podcast app, or maybe you're hanging out with us on a rare Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Hello, twitch.tv slash podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. How are we doing today? Hello, yes. Brunch with the BDE on a Sunday. This is nice. This is way nicer. Yeah, this is the way it should be. This is the way it should be. <laughs> Tuesday nights, we watch NXT. We record Up Next, but we record it live on Twitch. So it's like we watch two hours of wrestling. We usually talk about it for another hour, hour and a half, and then edit and put up the show. So our Tuesday nights are pretty busy. Yeah. Our Wednesday nights, we watch AEW Dynamite. Same thing. Same thing. So we we uh, we usually do these watch-alongs yeah. for these things. And I'm sure some of you are like, where? We've got a fuck? confession. I've got another, another confession, my friend. <laughs> these are our confessions. Uh, you you put out a tweet saying we had technical difficulties. Technical issues. Yeah. And the thing being, like, technically, we had an issue doing a watch-along. <laughs> <time. laughs> we didn't want to do it. We, we both, uh, I was working during the day, and uh, we had a, a few people coming over to watch Full Gear. And I felt like both Braden and I were just getting kind of excited about this pay-per-view. Yeah. And we didn't really want to work. We wanted to be fans. We wanted to enjoy we wanted to enjoy it, kind of chill with our friends. We haven't watched a pay-per-view like that for forever because yeah. we've been doing these watch-alongs. And I don't know, yesterday felt like uh, a kind of special pay-per-view and we wanted to enjoy it. And we're sorry. Um, we, we will obviously be doing more watch-alongs down the line, but uh, we wanted to treat ourselves and boy, what a treat we had. 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry for those not. You know, we're like, hey, I, I'm sure there are some people who enjoy watching the show and hanging out with us because we we have a lot of fun doing those watch alongs. We will be doing one for NXT War Games. Yes, coming out. Takeover. Not sure if that's still in the name or not, but we'll be doing a watch along. Uh, yeah, we were just like, hey, uh, Saturdays usually we're working our shoot jobs, and we had to take it off for this, mm. and we were like, well, we also have Sunday off. We could just do a show Sunday and enjoy. Like the show, of course, we were watching, taking notes and stuff, but we're here to talk about it today. So that's that's what we did. And we needed to get our cowboy shit on, didn't we? <laughs> we really, we we did. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we had our friend Sam, uh, Scorpio Sam, yeah, Sam Jackson, who I've never seen someone as happy being asleep as he fell Sam asleep Jackson. on our couch later, later, later in the evening, and he fell asleep with his big Joker grin, just a grin, massive while smile. sitting underneath the painting of the joker in yeah. our living room so it's really weird it was like i've seen one of the greatest pay-per-views ever i'm content i'm going to sleep cowboy shit big smile cowboy <laughs> shit for life dream of horses and yeah uh jesse from the six was here and then our friend uh trav mm-hmm. he came over as well so we had uh just a bit of a boys night and then when well we had to celebrate we had to celebrate hangman people, people yeah. were like what, what are you what are we what are we celebrating tonight cowboy cowboy shit, shit. yeah so we we went to a tequila bar. Yeah, so. <laughs> someone asked. Uh, yeah, we went to, yeah, had a lot of tequila, like classic hangman tequila. Right, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, they were like, is it someone's birthday? And it's like, no, it's cowboy shit. Hangman Page is the world champion. We treated it as if our <laughs> our sports team won. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a good night. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we were celebrating. And that's what we're here celebrating today. Then we met up with our other friend who's running away from a biker gang or something. Yeah. There's always someone going on. With yeah, that yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of our buddies, he, he's always interested in the wrestling. He wants to keep up with it. So he always asks us questions and like sometimes checks out the shows. Maybe he's checked out this show right now. And well, sh- we, we showed him yeah, some. Yeah. We showed him some of the pay-per-view last night afterwards when we came back. But uh, yeah, he was telling us an interesting story about his own cowboy shit and biker gang <laughs> stuff. We were too lit to understand the story. The the important. We're like, are you talking about that dark side of the ring? Yeah, wait a second. Wait, like, no, 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 no. This happened <laughs> to me last night. Last night. <laughs> we're like, uh... down. All right, man. I don't know if I want to be hanging around with you right now. <laughs> yeah, we were like, All right. I've got my own shit going on. <laughs> we got a show to record. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So we had we had a, we had a great time. We had some uh, some pizza, of course. Late at night, mm. which probably wasn't we had a hack of food. Hack of food, yeah. Which I wasn't sure exactly what it was, but it was amazing. It seems like it's like like Asian food, like Chinese Thai meets Indian food. It was wonderful, right? It had some like curry kick, like to it, some of it. It's yeah. all the stuff I like. It was, yeah, it was it pretty was great. So that's we just we just enjoyed ourselves. Oh, we had a night. Our so, place looks like a bomb has gone off. Yeah, you like can't see it on the video. Quite version, a mess because it's like. But. The other end of the we put the camera. Mm. It's all behind the camera. Yeah. It looks literally like it's terrible. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure that's a whole bag of chips on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's turning me into an anxious millennial cowboy just looking at the mess right now. But yeah, we watched Full Gear last night. Um, go give us a follow at Up Next Podcast on Twitter, not Instagram, because they deleted our Instagram account. So yeah, BD delete. Wow, mm. that could be another show or yep. something. Yeah, we got BD deleted. Um, so go follow us on Twitter for all updates of all the podcasts and stuff we're doing. We were going to do this show last night. So I was going to put up a show on the Patreon for like early access for mm. Batman versus Superman. But I'm going to let that, let that sit in the bank for a day or two. Patrons will get it, uh, probably tomorrow, probably Monday, but then I'm going to give it out for free, uh, next week. Okay. So anyone wanting to bat- Batman v Superman review, mm. which we record talking about a real main event, two superheroes battling, that one's going to be out, but 
quick plug for the Patreon because we had a banger of a show oh, yeah. this week with Mr. Wei Ting from Post Wrestling. And we did a best match ever, SmackDown 6. And I uh, highly recommend you guys going to check that out, especially if you were a fan of that era, 2002, 2003 SmackDown. That was, that was quite a fun time going back to those matches. Oh, absolutely. Um, especially with... Uh the endless amount of Eddie tributes on this <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah. It, it seemed quite fitting. We watched a lot of Eddie this week um, and people pretending to be Eddie. So yeah. uh, great show. Go and check that out. Way is uh, such a great guest and knows his shit when it comes to wrestling. Yeah, um, he, even he was at one of the matches we talked about. He was, the one in Toronto. So yeah. Los Guerreros versus Angle and Benoit, I mm-hmm. think it was. So yeah. And then uh, also on the Patreon uh, released on Friday, uh, I got to chat with JP Houlihan from uh, the Grapple Spotlight. Uh, go give those guys a follow. They're, uh, they're fantastic and uh, check out their Patreon as well. Uh, but we were chatting about episode four of Succession in our latest episode of The Sesh. Um, this week starring Adrian Brody um, playing Josh Aronson. Aronson. Um, great chat with JP. We, we dug deep with this episode and a load of wonderful analogies. Who... Which member of the Roy family did we compare to Vince Russo? Well, you'll have to give it a listen, but uh, check that out also on the Patreon. We also watched uh, Kieran Culkin on SNL. SNL, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was I watched a sketch today while I was dying in bed from being hungover. Mm. They did a sketch last night with, it's like a commercial for a dog park, but instead it's for like guys, like guys like with girlfriends. Right. And it's like, they just go and it's like, Marvel? Marvel movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like dogs? I thought it was pretty funny. Now, I love that Squid Game song they did a few weeks ago, though. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that one, too. The, the, uh, that Kieran Culkin episode was good. Yeah. Like, I feel sometimes we put on SNL and it's a bit of a dud. Yeah, but, it uh, I thought that episode was uh, pretty decent. The yeah. uh, the guy's uh, Trump impersonation. Yeah, I, don't I know, know everyone that has their own Trump, but he was very, very yeah, good. Yeah, I don't know who that was. He's new to SNL and he does a really good drum. You know, he's no Alec Baldwin. No. But, he, but he's shooting his shot. <laughs> <laughs> so he's doing a good job. Uh, yeah, so we have a, a bunch of stuff coming up because it's also Survivor Series next week. Mm. So I have no idea what's going on. But unless I go on WWE's Twitter. They don't have any idea what's going on either. <laughs> so are we doing a watch along for that? Is yes. That Sunday? We're doing a watch along for that. Sunday. Sunday. Okay, cool. So uh, Sunday we'll be doing a watch along for that uh, as well, Twitch. But... We will for this one. Yeah, we, we definitely promise. will. We definitely will. But we also have something on Twitch Thursday night. Oh, yes. Which is our Survivor Series draft, mm. the game. And it's all going down Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Shall time. Shall I ruin your team again? <laughs> yeah, I came up with three other ones. Do you want to give them out to the people? <laughs> so everyone knows? I apologize. Yeah. So um, so BD Champ, Fire Frank's putting his title on the line. In a five-person... Fatal five-way Survivor yeah. Series match. We all draft teams, and we play the game, and the winner with the best team because of the Twitch chat. We need you as an audience, so Thursday night, come hang out. 9 p.m. Eastern time. Please join in the Twitch room because we need you to pick a winner. Yeah, I need you guys to help me win again, mm. just like last year. Yes. Two for two and two. Will, will you be two-time champ? That's right. I will be. It, that's, that's not a spoiler. It's truth. I don't know. What does Paul Heyman say? Uh, that's not a spoiler. No, that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. Oh, he says it the yeah. other way. Well, well it's a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> You're less confident. Uh, so come hang out with us for that. This isn't a spoiler. This is just a hope. <laughs> Cause I'm going to, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to introduce someone who's playing. We have, we have someone who's entered the game. Okay. Fire Frank. Yeah. He, he is not a true champion. 
he beat me. He had a, it was he was lucky. I was injured that day. Uh, I smoked a different strain. I wasn't in the right mind frame. So now I'm coming in. I'm proper. I got the sativa. I'm going to be ready for this fucking game. But then I see people in the up next community, the post wrestling community, and they like to, to chat shit. Obviously, we're wrestling fans. Mm. All we do is talk shit. But there's this one fucking guy who talks so much shit. And if you're a longtime listener of any of these shows in the past little while, you know it. He's he's online. He's on the Twitter. When am I getting my chance? Oh. Oh, favoritism. You're oh. giving all these other people chances. When am I getting a chance? He retires more times than Terry Funk and Leo, Leo Rush. Rush. Oh, yeah. I'm, God, I'm, my jersey's in the rafters. No, it's not. You want an opportunity to have a jersey? It's going to be this Thursday. Because playing in the BDE Survivor Series Draft 2021, it's going to be me. It's going to be Frank. It's going to be Brandon from New oh, Jersey. Wow. Yeah. We're going to fuck him up. Yeah, he, never, I, he will retire. I can't wait to see what his team is going to be. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be nuts. Bunch of laughing characters. Doink the clown. I should not give him ideas. Seth Rollins, <laughs> he's a bit of a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The last laugh Survivor Series team. Yeah, that, that's probably what, what I'll do. Who else laughs a lot? There's a lot of people with a bad laugh in wrestling. Right, yeah. Well, we'll see if he makes Ted that Ted True. He likes to laugh. Yeah, you're, giving, <laughs> you're just giving this guy ideas yeah. now. <laughs> Am I ruining your yeah, own team? Yeah, you're ruining my team. <laughs> Stop it. Stop talking. I just really want to play the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. Uh, so that's going to be another person who's joining in. So Brandon from New Jersey going to be playing the Survivor Series draft. That's this Thursday as well. Oh, and one final show for the Patreon. Uh, we have a review from the six. Survivor Series 2001. Yes. Coming out next week before Survivor Series. The 20th year anniversary. The Alliance. Yeah. Can't wait. Long live the Alliance. Kurt Uh, Angle fighting for WCW ECW. Like that that Alliance team, isn't it? Like Kurt Angle, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. um, Kurt. Who else? Kurt Newman. Shane McMahon. Like in 2001, Kurt Kurt was like, yo, one day I'm going to be back in ECW. Yeah. So I got to support for, Mm. for life. So yeah. Damn. Can't wait to talk about that show. Does Big Show turn in that show? No, I think doesn't Jericho? Jericho turns. Jericho Whoa, turns. Spoilers. It's yeah, been a while. I think so. Damn. I think Can't Test wait. wins immunity, if I remember right. Yeah. Shout out Test. Shout out Test. Good Test. Toronto Zone. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about some dynamite on Wednesday night, the go home show for this show, and it was pretty awesome. I thought they did a really good lead up to this. I didn't watch Rampage. I'm sorry to admit that, but I did watch a lot of the like. Is it Road 2? Whatever it is. Yeah, these, Countdown these, and all that. Yeah, all these videos for all these matches for the pay-per-view. And I thought they were awesome. Mm. I thought they made me go, okay, you got my money. I'll, I'll pay anything to watch these matches. Yeah, I think something like uh, Eddie Punk, they've done very like little build with. But the little they've done is a lot, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That pull-apart segment was kind of all you needed. And then just tell flesh the story out with these... like. Road to Countdown shows, uh, like fleshing out their history and stuff. Um, I I think this pay per view in particular, with that match and especially with Kenny Hangman, which has been going on since uh, before AEW was a thing, with yeah. the kind of BTE story with Hangman wanting to leave the Elite and stuff like that. Um, yeah, this this felt full gear for me. Felt kind of like a culmination of a lot, right? Um, and yeah, those those 
road to videos are so good because like after a pay-per-view it's almost like a little bit of a reset on what's going Mm. forward with programs but these programs have felt like they've been going on for such a long time that's obviously the main event but i just thought they did a good job of putting it like all together they like you watch wwe and a lot of the times it's them wrestlers cutting promos in the middle of the ring saying the buzz lines the the things that will be isolated and used yeah, yeah just being used to like to, to be used in these videos and it's like yeah i get it but you got to make the tv a bit more riveting than just doing the cookie cutter stuff where i feel like aw definitely goes outside the box even Tay they, Conti, rem- they like remember the, the details right? yeah yeah ty, ty conti's video like it shows her like in the gym and sparring and stuff like that while it's, it's new interviews of her talking and, and and stuff and i'm like man even like that is awesome so i thought i thought their production team did a really good job yeah let alone to like the stuff later that are something the videos that lead off the matches, like, mm. like the main event and stuff. So their production team definitely um, just on point. They're going full gear. Full gear. And they're set. Yeah. This might have been my favorite set they've had. They, I, I think Tony Khan mentioned uh, switching up the look of Dynamite when moving to TBS. He was talking about maybe changing a few things. Okay. Um, and, yeah, they went away from kind of their classic look uh, for the set uh, for full gear. I me- love the ramp. Yeah. Oh, it's like a monitor underneath yeah, it as well. Yeah. With all the gears moving. The stage kind of, yeah, had gears and stuff. It gave me WCW vibes, but it also gave me like Wrestle Kingdom. Sometimes the, the back. The high drop, scaffolding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you I just, it looked really good. You knew people were going to do fighting stuff yeah. around it and, and all that. But yeah, uh, looked it looked different and it looked cool. It made it different than just Dynamite every week. So again. The, yeah, because I, I think that has been a complaint before um, with these pay-per-views. It's especially during the like Daily's Place uh, era. Yeah. Um, you just go, ah, kind of just looks like another dynamite. Whereas this did feel different, special. Yeah. 100%. And indeed it was because it was a pay-per-view, which means it's very special. Well, AEW full gear from Saturday, November 13th, 2001. And we start off with a hot opener, maybe one of the best openers to go down. MJF versus Darby Allen. And this is uh, two of the pillars mm-hmm. in all of professional wrestling. The pillars that matter. The real pillars. Um, and I thought I thought this feud going into it was super fantastic. Yeah. And the match, well, it delivers. The whole story is MJF wants a wrestling match. He's been trying to break Derby. Uh, he's obviously MJF is savage on the mic he's been doing these beatdowns he's trying to break darby emotionally and physically um and darby's like you're not gonna get to me so i'm gonna wrestle you this is about who is the best wrestler because both are known for other things mjf is known more for his promo skills than necessarily his wrestling darby's known more for his stunts i'd say mm-hmm. more so than his wrestling so both guys trying to prove that they're uh the wrestlers as well here. Well, that's exactly what happens because they mentioned also the headlock takeover. Oh yeah. That they're going to win. Yeah. He makes Justin Roberts say it. Yeah. I'm going to beat you with the headlock takeover. So there's some great chain wrestling here, just as kind of we thought where they're going shoulders to the mat and they're breaking it. There's a lot of chain wrestling and countering. There's MJF who gets some offense in this like torture rack, backbreaker argentinian like shock treatment like abyss used to do but looks great kind of like jericho used to do in his Rey mysterio matches but just loved it so clearly mjf after hanging around jericho picked up some of his moves there's then uh backbreakers from mjf just targeting darby allen he said he was going to break him in half he could literally 
might do it if he tries. Darby's kind of small. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of biting now up top. There's a headbutt from Darby, but MJF hits him with a power bomb to the like spine. Again, kind of not a move you usually see, but looked nasty for a near fall. There's Darby who gets punched while he's on his knees and he bends back and then he bends his body backwards, almost like an exorcist or something. It's kind of like Suzuki does, where he absorbs yeah. it and sort of sits back up and is like, no, but give he's, me more. You got to be flexible to do oh, yeah. that all the way back. Like, dude must be doing yoga. He gets punched and then a punched again and he keeps doing it and MJF gets a little shook. So he pokes him in the eye. Uh, there's then a huge powerbomb spot where it's like a sunset bomb and... This is when MJF then goes for a sharpshooter, or sorry, a scorpion deathlock because of Sting, which pisses off Darby, who eventually gets out of it and puts MJF in the figure four, which was a pretty cool back and forth there. There's then a tease of a tombstone off the top, but instead MJF hits him with a tombstone on the apron. Ouch, but uh, crazy. He tries to pin him, but he kicks which out. Which is uh, like... Darby's been targeting the knee of MJF throughout as well. Right. So obviously driving someone's head into the apron is going to damage them. But this is fucking up MJF's knee even further here because yeah. he's landing on the most difficult part of the ring. <laughs> difficult. <laughs> With uh, his knees. There's, there's all these back and forths. There's like counters. There's the coffin drop to the outside because he's going to hit him in the ring. But MJF rolls out. So he just hits it to the outside. That definitely looked like it hurt him more than it hurt On MJF. to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, there's Wardlow and Sean Spears who run down the ramp, but they're stopped by Sting, who beats them up with his bat and the chairs, scaring them off. Back in the ring, there's a roll-up for a near fall, and again, and MJF grabs Darby's skateboard and gives it to Darby and says, come on, hit me, right here in the middle of the head. Hit me, come on, hit me, I know you want to. Darby is reluctant, so he gives it to the ref, like, get this out of here. All while the ref is getting rid of it, MJF reaches into his trunks, pulls out what could only be described, I guess, as his ring. His diamond ring. His diamond ring. Corks Darby in the head, puts the ring back in his trunks. There's a takedown, the headlock takedown, and the ref counts the one, two, three. MJF is the superior pillar. The main pillar. In AEW. Um... I fucking loved this match. This was my match of the night. Uh, five stars. Um, All the stars? Possibly in contention for my match of the year. I loved everything about this. Uh, just going from the... It kind of... I know on this show, I always go back to Gargano Vialmas uh, from Philadelphia. Mm. But it kind of reminded me of this. You start off with the real classic chain wrestling. Then they move into doing a bit of more lucha stuff with the you know with the the bridges and the the rolling pins and then you get more into the sort of craziest stuff with those like the moment where mjf timed the the yelling at the fan in the audience oh yeah just as darby comes with his nuts suicida um someone goes best one you wish you were flair and he goes uh, shut it, fat boy, and then turns around and like right the away. Timing was perfect. There was no waiting for Darby to do it. Like it, it took you by surprise. Yeah. Um, and then you start getting into more of the like, you know, North American pro wrestling with the interference right. and all that. But it was done so well. Uh, MJF winning by cheating, like that's his that's his shtick. He wrestled the whole match. Yeah, and then used the diamond ring at the end. Um. Also, some of those, they, these guys went 
22 minutes yeah. and it was non-stop. And when deep into the match, they're doing all those near falls where they're just rolling around, going back and forth with the shoulders, uh, keep getting up. It, the stamina you have, because I get like nervous watching it going, one of these guys just isn't going to be able to kick out because right. you must be exhausted. At this, this is point. when they're, they're spinning around. Yeah, and round they were doing the ball turning round. They were doing the bridges out of it. It was making me dizzy. It was. I and you go, how are you like still able to have the like stamina to do this and yeah. go? And uh, this is incredible. Like, I fucking love this. Both guys absolutely proved themselves as wrestlers Oh, for here. sure. Um, like, this... I think MJF's the right choice. I think now, at some point, MJF Hangman Page is the destination. Um, and I love you've already got that history with MJF beating Hangman... For the ring. For the ring uh, a couple of years ago. So, uh, Derby will be fine. Um, what a match. Yeah, no, I absolutely love this. I'm someone who I kind of, I know MJF is like top on the mic, like definitely untouchable in these days. Like no one comes near in some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth. But I'm always still, I'm, I'm still kind of hesitant on his wrestling. But maybe it's because his last pay-per-view was with Jericho. And the pay-per-view he, with, before that, he was with Jericho. And yeah. it's like, maybe that's kind of gave me a little bit of a stink. I think, I think so. Um, this was his best match I've ever all seen. The matches I've loved, uh, I've, Really enjoyed him against Jungle Boy. I really enjoyed him against yeah. Sammy. And I really enjoyed him against, obviously... The Pillars! Tonight, against the Pillars. And I think, yeah, he was with Jericho too long. And you kind of... He doesn't wrestle a lot on TV either. Which is good. Which is a good thing. It keeps him fresh. So you kind of do forget that he's a very good technical wrestler. He is. As and, well. and he can do, like, acai moonsaults and stuff as well. Yeah. He, he's also... He's got great balance because he's landing on his feet for counters and stuff like that. He's very he's very good. Underrated in he's the ring. He's selling this, as well. Just uh, before this match, I was like when we were watching it, I was like, "Oh, like this one should be good. I'm just I'm still not sold on MJF. He needs to step up today." Mm. And then this match happened. I was like, "Well, uh yeah. he's fucking great." And 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 Darby too. This was this was probably like both the best I've seen from MJF and the best I've seen I from think Darby. So. This was this was the, your opening match. It felt like Brett Owen, like your your, yes, your hot yeah, like absolutely. opening match that instantly like okay like we we went to Grand Slam and they opened with Kenny yeah. Danielson we're like okay but like that wasn't a pay per view I think this is the first time we've heard MJF chants as well Darby True. Allen is crazy popular and he won over this crowd because they were dueling chants of Darby Allen right. MJF his he's great with the little things as well he was doing this in the match against Sammy the just selling of the knee. And all of his moves, like there was a moment he did like a short super kick to Derby when he was on his knees and that like tweaked his knee even more. Um, and he's what, like 24? He's something ridiculous. He's ridiculously young, this guy, isn't yeah. he? Um, yeah. If he can like stay healthy, like both these guys, the future's bright because these two are only going to get better. Yeah. Future world champs for sure. Uh, MJF definitely proving he, he belongs. In a, in yeah, a, he's 25. That's crazy, yeah. De- definitely the best I've seen from these guys. And, and put my, yeah, uh, this could this could be match of the night. This could go down for someone's match of the year and you wouldn't wouldn't argue at all. So bravo to these guys. Definitely killing it. And the crowd was, were spent. After oh, this. yeah. As were we. I had to go for the smoke Nine right away. Nine more matches. <laughs> like, fuck, okay. All right, we're in for a treat. But yeah, the pillars of professional wrestling, brother. They're killing it in AEW. These young kids, these young pups, um, you know he's just going to be gloating, and it's going to be great. Like yeah. you needed him to win because that's what he's going to talk about. For <laughs> he's beaten all of the other pillars, so yeah. he can use that for the rest of his career. 
Well, we go to our next match, which is the Lucha Brothers putting their AEW tag titles on the line against FTR, who became the AAA tag t- champions. So it's not title v. title, which I think maybe it should, but it turns out they're actually rematching this in AAA in a, in a month right. for the AAA titles. So maybe they'll get them back there. But Lucha Bros, FTR. Um, what did you? The, the Lucha Bros entrance was. They he, like, they had like soldiers and yeah, like people on the ramp. armed vehicles coming out and all ducking down when their pyro went off. Yeah, because there's a it's lot. It's cool. Of pyro. I like it. Yeah. Like they're having these big entrances for the pay per views. And then we got FTR with Don Cherry. Yeah, <laughs> totally budget <laughs> with their '80s music. Um, they come out and it's on. There's some crazy back and forth between all four of the guys here but this is a tag team match there is ropes and tags as ftr likes to tell us uh there's a crazy double team from the lucha bros that are like this upside down lifting cannonball spot to beat up both guys who are in the tree of woe um cash wheeler ties penta's mask to the ropes at one point and the ref is like hey that's that's not cool let me help you out there penta which the crowd boos because they're like yo he's stuck don't touch him but (laughs) i thought that was funny um, the ref doesn't see a tag, so thinks Ray Phoenix is not the legal man as the baddies beat down on Penta. But finally, Penta tags in Ray Phoenix, who comes in and shows everyone that he's not a human being with rope running Pele kicks, a triple jumping move. Whenever and- he does this rope run, he just takes their face off. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can like hold back when you're running a rope, kicking someone kicking in the face. Someone, yeah. His Dax here, I think, just eats it. I bet Ray Phoenix is a good soccer player. I would think so. Because yeah. he's got some kicks. Yeah. yeah. There's because Cash Wheeler's head was speedy in the as well. Fucking rafters. Um. There's there's this like brainbuster and a series of kickouts. This is when FTR gained control again. They're doing a little tip of the hat to American Alpha here with that mm. back suplex double team. Yep. Gable like the lift Jordan. into the yeah. The one guy it was their finish. The one guy throws you in the air and the other catches you back suplexes yeah. you. So I uh, thought that was pretty cool, but it was only a near fall. Uh, Dax does the Eddie Guerrero strut, the first of the night, mm. <laughs> trying to get that heat. He's uh, doing it for Mexico, right? Yeah, they have Mexico <laughs> on their one knee pad, which is funny. Uh, Penta reverses and does his own Eddie spot and does the three amigos, and then Ray Phoenix hits the frog splash. But FTR hit the mind breaker. There's a series of back and forths. There's the crazy spot. Penta goes for the package pile driver and ray phoenix off the top rope the, the fear factor yeah then yeah. he'll he'll jump off the top and hit you with the double stomp to your butt and do that while he does this he jumps off like the butt or penta while hitting that move and then jumps onto the other guy with a cross body like what crazy this was like in mario crazy. when you jump off one shell to get to the other thing yeah he, it was like this. oh he, yeah someone needs to put the sound effects to fit this like point <laughs> it's crazy this, yeah this again is like this guy is just not human um but it's broken up this is when things get a little weird because there's cash who's kind of beat up goes under the ring and finds the mask that they wore when they were the the frogs, what did they call themselves? The Le- superanas. Yeah, and he puts the mask on, and it's almost like they're trying to do a killer bees thing with the masks and who's Twin legal. Magic, yeah, something, something yeah. like that. But I don't know if it was coming across as well, maybe because I, I was a little confused. And then they just hit the 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 other move. Like, is that called the fear factory? The like driver combo assist thing, and they get the pin. So oh, the, with the mind breaker. Uh, no, the one where it's like a tiger driver. Oh, sorry. Penta, uh, Penta and, and Phoenix. Yeah. 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 They hit this move and they, and they get the win. Oh yeah. Like the spike. Assist spike. Yeah. Yeah. 
And and Lucha Bros retained the titles, but I was a little confused at what, so what was I, supposed I think, to happen. I think the the wrong man was pinned, right? It was Dax was legal, Cash was in the mask, and Cash got pinned. Um, and so I assume this is going to continue. This is like FTR now have a gripe that, hey, Dax was legal, like the wrong person was pinned here. We're going to get a rematch. I don't think, like there was nothing from the ref like Rick Knox after it wasn't like he was like, wait, oh, yeah. So it, yeah. It, they weren't, I didn't feel they were spelling it clear enough to us. And especially we have the benefit of commentary. The crowd don't. So I think visually they needed to do, make it a little clearer to the crowd that maybe the wrong person was pinned. But I did, I thought it was a flat finish. Yeah. And I don't like having these kind of finishes necessarily for a pay-per-view. If it, if this was like a dynamite match to set up for a rematch at yeah, pay-per-view, yeah. I'd be okay. But I don't really like the sort of over booking of this. Yeah, it it just made it the the match was great. Like yeah. these four are are awesome. But I think uh this show was so, so strong and having a flat finish, it maybe pushed this match towards the bottom of the card for me. Yeah, yeah. Honestly the the finish was so weird that it, it kind of it ruined the climax of the, the the match. It's not going to make it a memorable one, I don't think. Yeah, they're going to have to run it back yeah. a few times, maybe on Dynamite or whatever. But I guess the feud continues because there is, I guess, controversy with the the mask or whatever. I, I don't know. It was kind of silly. All you needed to do was have Tully inadvertently cost him it or something. I, I don't know. I think just Cash and Dax look so different as well. Yeah. Like I mean, he's a mask. Is, is Rick Knox, is his like, character that he's the kind of shit he's ref? He's the dumb ref. He's the dumb ref. Yeah, I don't know. Because uh, it's always him with these sort of spots. I mean, I, all I know is a few of these spots in this were crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that Ray Phoenix double jump spike pile driver thing, to, jumping to the other guy was insane. But yeah, not not my favorite match of the night, but still pretty strong. Yeah. Some of the work in the match was was pretty great. I, I do love both of these teams, so I do want to see the feud continue. I will be checking out that AAA match. We go to our next match, which is important. It's the Eliminator Tournament. Number one contenders match here. The winner gets a title shot in the near future. Miro versus Brian Danielson. And, well, it was originally supposed to be Mox, but he uh, he's taking a little time to recoup, and we hope he's doing all right. But Miro has slid into that slot, been winning the tournament there, and now he's facing Danielson. And they have some history in the promos would tell me that they've actually fought a few times, and Danielson said that he's actually never beat him. Huh. He said he never beat Rusev. Interesting. So tonight, can the dragon do it? We get Miro coming down, talking to God. Yes. He's a very religious man, this Miro. (laughs) He's feuding with God right now. (laughs) It looks like his leg is taped up pretty good. I don't know if he's got an injury or anything. But Danielson's rocking like a shiner, a red chest. He's been fighting every week. like. Yeah, he's had like 11 matches already or something nuts. So, he? like, this guy's beat up too. So, this is going to be uh, quite a war. There's a lot of strikes from Danielson to Miro, but he's kind of like not selling it. He's like acting as if, like, no, this isn't it. And Miro just starts throwing him around, throws him out the ring. He like holds the ropes, like, come on, come on, Danielson. Just toying with him here. He blocks a tope from Brian and then does a backdrop on the outside. Um, Brian is r- selling. Like every move from Miro more than he sold. Like he's selling as this, this guy's such a brute. And I mean, when you look at Miro, he looks like an actual god. Like he's oh, yeah. jacked. We were talking like, yo, how long till 
like Marvel asks him to be in some movie. He looks like one hundred percent. He looks like just chiseled or something. He's just a monster. He could be a bad guy in a movie, no problem. I think he can act it. As yeah, well. yeah. I think he's funny as well. Uh, there's then a bunch of knees on the outside. This is when Brian fights back. There's knees to the head. He puts Miro in all these submissions, but Miro eventually gets out of it. There's these wrist stomps where he holds you and then he kicks you in the head. And I know he's trying to get that. You're going to get your head kicked in. Yeah. Thing over. It really works when he's literally kicking you in the head. I think Miro is so jacked as well and has such a thick neck that he can take these just kicks. Like Brian was not holding back at all. Yeah. His neck is tick. He's getting kicked in here. There's then Danielson who sets up. It's like he went into like this next level when he, he, he fired up his, his comeback. And he, he doesn't do the yes chant that points, but he's telling the crowd to like do a sound. So they obviously do the yes thing. He goes for the running knee, but it's caught into a power bomb for a near fall. There's then the game over. And this spot is great. Danielson is selling it like he's, he, he might tap out here, but he eventually gets to the ropes after crawling. He gets put in it again, but counters it into the label lock, which then Miro's struggling to get out of it. And he does, and it's like a UFC ground and pound from Miro here, just powering down. But then Danielson counters that into a triangle. Miro gets out of that. There's then forearms. This is when Miro starts becoming like Michael Myers Miro, killer Miro, because he starts not selling Danielson. Yeah. And he's just giving him this look. So he's telling him, come on, hit me. So Danielson's giving him his best strikes, and he no-sells him, and then he just rocks Danielson. And... They're, they're then fighting on the top rope and Brian goes for this tornado DDT, which was, is off the top rope. Yeah. Like off the very top rope, which is, you don't see very often. And it's almost like it stunned Miro. Danielson then jumps back on him, almost like a short arm DDT and then locks in the guillotine. It's almost like, and I, I, <laughs> I hate to compare it to this guy, but it's like the Miz's short DDT. You right. And they're on their knees and yeah. it's like a short one. Just spiking. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All his time Brian wrestling Danielson the Miz. Picking up from the Miz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he keeps it a locked in guillotine, like his pal Roman Reigns. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Miro, we know his weakness is the DDT. Yeah, his neck. And JR always says it should be a finish. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian Danielson gets the submission victory over Miro and wins the match. But wow, what a war this was. I absolutely love the finish. It's, it's almost as if it's like he hits this move, which looks terrifying because it's they're so high up there and he hits the dt but it's also like now miro's just like chilling there like ow that hurt and danson's like hold on let me make sure i put a little mustard on that one and then does it again the guillotine i feel yeah that short ddt was yeah. maybe just like a call on the fly yeah like that dd the top rope one didn't quite maybe look as good as i was wanting let's right. just finish it off uh brian's so good like that um yeah what what a match yeah um, this is great so different from the opener as well that you almost can't com- compare. Like it, this, the fact that these guys were in WWE at the same time for so long, right? And completely, Brian had his moments, but completely missed the boat on Rusev Miro. Like this guy should have been. You look like I don't see what Vince wouldn't see in this guy. Like a big guy who can talk, who can wrestle. Who can do a foreign heel gimmick if you want to do that? Because yeah. we know you love your tropes. Like, how did they miss out on this guy? Um, I feel Miro's had some good matches in AEW, but I feel both of them maybe wanted to prove themselves. Like, 
this is what you could have been doing over there all yeah. those years. Miro definitely wanted Miro this. brought it. I was yeah. getting real, like, uh, just, like, strong style uh, King's Road yep. vibes here. Just both kicking the shit out of each other. Uh, I think both wanted the other to really bring it, and they did. Yeah, I love this match. This was this was great. It felt like it felt like uh, we we got to show what what we're made of. Yeah, yeah, what we can actually do, other than like silly gimmicks and Vince McMahon shit over there. Brian's so good at all the little things as well. Um, to just make it seem real, like when he had the label lock in because of the the sweat and stuff, you could see his hands were slipping and. It wasn't locked in as tight as he'd like. It looked a bit more like a Cena STF, you know, it looked loose. Yeah. And he just starts fish hooking him to like get his hands back into like a solid grip. Yeah. And it's it's things like that. It's like, yeah, it looks real. When um Miro was going for the uh the game over, um instead of most people like get the stomp on the back and then you just let Miro hook your arms. He'd hook one arm. He'd be like, no. And he'd put the other arm forward. And then he goes to hook that arm. And it mean, means his other arm's free. And he's kind of struggling with it, as you would do. Like, no one's going to let you just put on a submission. Right. It's all those things that make Brian just the best, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think he's on top of the game right now. I think that he's literally untouchable. Everything he does is so articulate. And it's as just a fan of pro wrestling. We watch this guy now. I think he's just special. It's just mm. like, man, if you're doing this for what, three years, the contract strap, strap it. Let's go wrestle all the matches you want to do, do everything until you go. I don't, I can't do this anymore. I feel Miro needs to now, um, be just mad and well attack on dynamite. Yeah. There's someone he should, attack there's someone he that. should attack for sure. Yeah. Um, because, uh, yeah, earlier in the night, they announced that Orange Cassidy's giving his friends, the best friends, the night off. And he goes, who was that uh, team I'd recently joined? And they're like, chaos. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that. Well, uh, I was going to face the Butcher and the Blade. And I'm bringing my buddy from chaos. He's my dog. So later, they announce. It's confirmed. Ishii. Yeah. Tamahiro Ishii in AEW on Wednesday. I want this tag match to happen, which sounds Ishii partnering with Orange Cassidy sounds <laughs> <the> amazing. <laughs> um, and you've got Butcher and Blade there who are two guys yeah. who can take a good, like, beating. Beating. Um, but yeah, I think we need a pissed off Miro. He's mad at God. He comes out. He murders Orange Cassidy. He murders H- Hardy Family Office. And then Ishii puts his head in his yeah. head and he's like, let's fucking go. Yeah, honestly. And that can be Rampage on Friday. Oh, fuck. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how long Ishii's over here. So, yeah. I just get the match. Yeah. Like, Ishii- tag's going to be fun, but we need Ishii Miro. Ishii, the GOAT. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I hope, hopefully we get a little bit of a run from him. And there's so many, ma- Ishii Brian, let's fucking go. Yeah. What are we doing? If we get him for a few dates, yeah, strap in again and just... Let this guy wrestle. Who else? Yeah, they're the two that come to mind for sure. That yeah, definitely I, like. I, I I do think we will see Okada at one point. I think in so. AEW, maybe not this week. Didn't but... they say Tony Khan's got a big announcement on Wednesday? I feel like that's every fucking day. Yeah, it? no, I know, but I I feel I don't know how long they're going to be over in the US, so yeah. I feel they'll be announcing it pretty soon. Yeah, but I, they've dropped his name so many times. They're planting those seeds for Okada. We've got Ishii. Why wouldn't we be able to get Okada? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the 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 match everyone would want to see is Danielson Okada, but I feel like we can't just do that on a dynamite. No, I I feel if you're doing Okada Brian, you do need 
like you don't need like promos going back and forth, but you do need it to be like out there for a few weeks because right. people will people will travel for that match. I would travel for so that. So you need to do that on like something like a Grand Slam or your pay per view. But if Wrestle you, Kingdom. But if you're doing a Okada like exhibition style match on Dynamite, who would you have? Because yeah, save Brian, save a. Kenny for like bigger deal. Yeah, obviously Brian and, and Kenny you can go to, I guess, but um which you obviously there's history, but it's like the same time like you could also let I don't it, need that one. Yeah, you I could wait. let it lay, yeah, yeah. Um Miro Okada, um Fuck Hangman Okada down the line. Um Fuck, yeah, who else here in AEW would you want to see Okada? Like the thing is you could do uh like the TNT challenge but i don't no. see i don't see okada no. losing to sammy guevara so that doesn't really make sense okada darby okada darby uh okada sting that'd be nuts <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah a moxley is one i would want to see okada well. jay lethal yeah holy shit <laughs> anything is possible here in aew yeah. yeah yeah who do you want to see okada face in in aew because again obviously it's brian but we you kind of want to save that. I would save that for a year. Oh, uh, according to TG Wombat in the uh, the Twitch room, he's yeah. saying that uh, Brian was pretty miffed at the media scrum that he didn't get the Ishii match. So we, we're getting we, that. Match. We haven't watched that yet. The the media scrum. So, so that that's him talking shit to make the match. Yeah. <laughs> so we're guys, we're getting Danielson versus Ishii. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Can we travel for that one? Fuck. This sounds nuts. Now you know what it's going to be. Okada's going to come out. And then Taz is gonna go. Hey, Okada, keep keep Team Taz out of your. Are you talking about me? <laughs> He's like, what? Are you talking about me? <laughs> yeah. Um, Okada, Okada versus. Yeah, you can I don't want to see Okada just come in here and wrestle. Like, if, the it blade, feels the, weird, the right? Butcher, yeah. For him to just come in and have a Matt Hardy match, <laughs> or maybe he doesn't right now. Maybe that's something you like. If I was, if just I do, was New just Japan, shoot the tease. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Uh, Okada comes out and like he he can speak some English and just be like Kenny like you lost it you're done look at you look what you've become <laughs> you could uh, I mean Brian uh, being this winning the eliminator it's within Brian's character that he could almost be putting that on the line you know like, like a match yeah be like he's got this this contract for a title match but he could be like you know what I'm like you need to challenge me, you kind right. of do open challenges. Right. So you could always have Okada face Brian for the like eliminator spot, Win- world championship spot. Winter is coming. Book Okada versus someone. Yeah, on that show, that's what I I would do. But I wouldn't put him on random dynamites. Mm. Like he's Okada. Like yeah, no, I, I agree. Don't don't do what TNA did, please. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck up Okada. Okay. Okay. okay? Yeah, someone in the Twitch chat says Okada Hook is the obvious oh. answer. <laughs> Your first match, we were like, Hook should, Hook's first match should be against Punk. Now it's, it should be against Okada. Punk. Okada Punk. Okada Punk. Okada Eddie. Yeah, all right. There's a few there. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's some There's some there. MJF Okada. Eddie Kingston Ishii. That would be good as well. Damn. Well, we did watch Okada Buddy Matthews. I, yeah, I fell asleep at the end. Oh, it was good. It was good. It didn't get to like a level... I thought I didn't like it wasn't match of the night considering I watched full gear as yeah. well, but it was still it was all right. We could be seeing him on Dynamite. He could join House yeah. of Black. Now that Ring of Honor is kind of gone and New Japan and AEW are in bed together, 
Um, Brody King should definitely make the, the jump over and we should get Malik. Although Malachi's t- hanging around FTR and Andrade for no real reason. I'm not really sure what's that. And Will Ospreay. Yeah, yeah. Everyone needs to chill. Less is more. <laughs> everyone needs to chill. Uh, and doesn't Osprey hanging out with TJP? Yeah. <laughs> so like, no, that ain't it. Um, uh, Osprey should eventually come in there as well. I think there's a lot of matches you could do there. Um, which which looks like the Tokyo Dome. Uh, one of the matches, maybe the first night, is Okada Shingo. No, Okada Osprey because after okay after. Okada's match after he beat Buddy Matthews, right? Uh, Osprey came out and was like, "You're not the real champion," mm. as he's not the real champion. Okada Shingo's booked though, isn't it? Yeah, One yeah. So uh, now I'm assuming that the winner of this faces Shingo, right? You know they're doing that fucky shit. Yeah, what are they doing over there? <laughs> what did I just say? Less is Less more. Less is more. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so next year though, the, it's going to be Wrestle Kingdom, mm. and. That's when you do Danielson Okada. So I'm talking 2000. Oh, yeah, we agreed over tequila. Yeah, yeah. After yesterday. drinking some tequilas last night with the gang and the lads. We booked Wrestle Kingdom 2023. 2023 Wrestle Kingdom on the same card or same weekend is going to be Kenny v. Koda and Okada v. Danielson. Yeah. That's what we've decided. So thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all going. So start and Orange up. Cassidy and Ishii versus <laughs> <laughs> the Hardy family yeah. off. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. Let's go back to this show though, oh, because yeah. there's a lot going on here, including this next match, which is just crazy. Whenever it's a Young Bucks match, um, I think all stoners listening can attest. Usually, we you smoke up before a Young Bucks match, just because it can get crazy and hella entertaining, and that's what happens here. Young Bucks and Adam Cole, the Super Click, going up against Jurassic Express, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Christian, and. This is a Falls Count Anywhere match. It's basically a street fight because everyone's wearing jeans. The Jungle Jungle Boy looks like he's ready for like a construction worker. He's wearing street uh, <laughs> jeans with some rips in them, and then his like wrestling boots and his facial hair. He's looking ready for a street fight, to be honest. Like more so, Christian's in his. He looks more like he's working at like a. Male strip club. Yeah, yeah no, it's bit. got a bit of a YMCA I don't, vibe. I don't think. I don't think many of the AEW um, female fans have any problem with no. the way he was looking. Oh no, Jungle Boy is definitely handsome kid. Yeah, he he definitely is. Did you know he's the son of Luke Perry? <laughs> he is. He was also very handsome. Yeah, yeah, and a nice guy. Uh, I like the little things here. Christian's also he's on their team because why not? We got Jungle Boy, the dinosaur. And Luchasaurus. <laughs> Christian's where Christian looks like your dad, like someone's dad. Yeah, our to- friend who was over was like, Christian just looks like a guy from the office. <laughs> He's just a guy who was at the office, casual Friday, and he's shown up to help his kid. Christian's in his jeans his as well. Match. The funny part was Luchasaurus is also in jeans, but the jeans have tears in it like Jungle Boy. But where the tears are, he's got like like fake dinosaur yeah. skin underneath to make it look like he's an actual dinosaur. Uh, very funny. The little he thing. He is that, a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, sorry. My mistake. Yeah. Well, they're going up against the Young Bucks and Adam Cole. And if you thought wearing jeans to a match was the first part of our problem in the gear department, full gear department, the Young Bucks go full gear oh, because boy. they're wearing the brightest, pinkest pants I've ever so seen. So bright. Like, I don't know how you come. You literally get someone to go, hey, find the brightest thing you can get. And that's what they got here. And if that wasn't enough, 
they dyed or put some sort of coloring in their facial hair and <laughs> hair to make it look like this dark pink purpley thing. Oh my god, you just hate these guys. They just ooze the heel machismo there. Oh yeah, disgusting. They're absolutely disgusting. <laughs> they terrified me. I, like it's great, man. They're so good at being sleaze balls. And then Adam Cole comes out separately. He looks a bit more reserved. He looked great, yeah. like black and pink. Bret Hart jacket and yeah, yeah he looked good. He looked really good. Um, it's it's a subtle shot at at Shawn Michaels. Look, Shawn, I'm wearing Brett's colors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this match is just absolutely bonkers. Jungle Boy starts beating up on the Young Bucks here. There's a spot where a chair is set up in the ring. He double arm drags him, which then sets him, puts him sitting on the chair. And the crowd starts to go nuts. So he sits cross-legged and he's just kind of posing. And that's when Adam Cole runs at him with a shining wizard to hit him flying off the chair while he was seated, which was cool. Jungle Boy comes back, though. There's a series of topes. There's um, some double teams onto a chair. Adam Cole is just bleeding. He is oh, yeah. leaking blood here. Just, I don't know, what the hell. It looked like he literally dipped his face in red paint. He was like, well, I'm, we're allowed to blade here? In this company, we blade? Let's fucking yeah, go. Yeah, he was all cut up. He's got to show up Brit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 honey. I got I to gotta, I gotta step in the ring with this. Uh, there's a concerto attempt, but it's blocked. As Tony Schiavone on commentary is like, yeah, do it. Hit Adam Cole with a concerto. Yo, Tony, some biased commentary <laughs> here tonight. Uh, there's a crazy... Trying to get the path clear, isn't he? <laughs> Uh, crazy Rana from Jungle Boy to Cole through a table on the outside, and then Matt Jackson with an elbow drop through a table. They're then fighting through the crowd, and I can't believe Christian, who's like, what, 46, 47, something like mm. that, isn't he? He does a dive off part of the, like, crowd complex area, like... The concourse. Yeah, concourse thing, yeah. area, yeah, yeah. It Like, what? Out of all the guys to do this spot, I was like, bravo, dude. Yeah, he's the one, uh... He will do things like this. I remember him jumping off the elimination chamber and stuff like that. But especially coming out of retirement, you watch any of these guys, yeah. you're like, Christian, be careful, mate. <laughs> it's, but look great. Like, yeah. good for him. Outwork everyone. 47 years old. Yeah. And he's do, doing this dive. I thought this was pretty good. He lands on all these guys on there. Uh, meanwhile, Adam Cole ringside hits like a snowplex, like a wheelbarrow suplex to Jungle Boy to the apron, kind of like uh, Kevin Steen, which looked like it really hurt. Uh, then the super click grab Jungle Boy. They have a sack of thumbtacks. They put them in Jungle Boy's mouth, and then they do the the super click kissing spot. <laughs> And then double super kick Jungle Boy in the face while he's got the thumbtacks in his mouth. Yeah, uh, this is where wrestling is weird because I've got in my notes the thumbtacks mouth kiss spot. (laughs) If I say that to anyone else, they're like, what? I don't know what you're referencing. Say wrestling fan, you know, the thumbtacks mouth kiss spot. You'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's wrestling ex- in explain to your, yeah, okay, your your mission today, guys, <laughs> is, this week, when you're explaining, like, oh, someone says pro wrestling, you like, saw this oh, fantastic wrestling, yeah, show. okay, so they these guys, they're 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 brothers, but they hang out with their friend Adam, and then they grab this other guy who, and they put him He's in Luke Perry's kid, yeah, <laughs> they put thumbtacks in his mouth, right, and then wow, that guy is like, ah, oh, I got thumbtacks in my mouth. The two brothers kiss their friend Adam each on the cheek. While they while he smiles and goes ah, and yeah. then they kick the guy in the face with the thumbtacks and there's blood. And Meanwhile, there's a dinosaur outside. Meanwhile, a dinosaur. 
<laughs> it was great. You had to be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wrestling's fucking amazing. And thousands of people cheer. <laughs> Luchasaurus comes in. He's doing all sorts of crazy shit. Kicks and moonsaults. There's then ladders being involved here. I have in my notes, what the fuck is going on? There's They're fighting now on the ramp. At one point, there's Luch- sorry, Adam Cole climbs up the scaffolding and hits a Panama sunrise at one point. Um, there's then the Bucks, the, I think Matt leaves and then comes back with another bag. And they're knee pads, but with thumbtacks on them. I like that this is kind of a running thing now. They did the, uh, the like Jordans with the thumbtacks right. all out. And now they've got thumbtack knee pads and you've got the... I think you had Tony go like, that's a thumbtack knee pad. And JR just goes, thumbtack knee pad. <laughs> Clearly not, not about this at all. No. Uh, they, they all put these knee pads on. And yeah, so they're, now their knees are like weapons with thumbtacks. They grab Luchasaurus and they hit the BTE trigger, but all three of them at the same time to the face of Luchasaurus and kind of the neck. Oh, almost. yeah. So I know he's got a mask on, but damn. And they go to pin him, and we all thought it was over. But Jungle Boy makes the save. This is all on the entrance ramp and the yep. stage here now. And the, the match is continuing now. Um, there's then Jungle Boy, who is beating, fighting them off. There's a choke slam to one of the Bucks, who then gets choke slammed like onto everyone who's like below the stage onto the side. And that's when like, there's like Nakazawa, Brandon Cutler, and some like security Stooges. guards. Yeah. And this is when Luchasaurus. Off the stage to the bottom of it, where all these guys are, does a shooting star press. Have you ever seen a dinosaur do a shooting star press? I have now. It's kind of uh, ironic that the dinosaur is doing the shooting star because the dinosaurs all looked up one day and saw oh. a shooting star, and it was the Game end. Over. Yeah. So it's a fin- it's a good finish for a dinosaur. <laughs> As he hits this, the crowd goes insane. And then the camera cuts to Jungle Boy, who all has the reaction that we had. Like he's got the same. Faces everyone. Like, what just the like, fuck? <laughs> dinosaur just did this? Holy shit. Um, this is when Christian now lays out Matt Jackson, and he's about to do a concerto, but Jungle Boy stops him and goes, no, let me do it. So let Jung- me kill him, Dad. Jungle Boy <laughs> takes the chair, smacks him with the chair, concerto to Matt Jackson, and Jungle Boy just slowly goes for the pin. One, two, three. Jungle Boy walked into this match as Jungle Boy, but he left as Jungle Man. He's a Jungle Man now. Yeah. Yeah, this was uh, so much fun. As nuts as you think it is, it would be. Um, And just, I think, good position in the show as well. Kind of uh, very different from all the matches we've had previously. I loved as well, there was a moment where Christian goes for his spear on the ramp. But he just runs forever and just ran right into a super kick. <laughs> Looked great. Um, and I like the story here of like, yeah, it, it's like Jungle Boy becoming a man, a coming of age story. He kind of got that edge he needed. He's yeah. now got a beard. He's now smacking people's heads in with chairs. Like he's, he's yeah. growing up. Yeah. He's getting that killer instinct. But yeah, this was, this was really fun. Uh, I, I was thinking when they announced this match, you were going to see them go backstage a lot. And do a lot of stuff like we see, saw with that street fight before right. the first uh, stadium stampede. And I'm glad they didn't. They kept it all in front of this crowd. Uh, used everything they had available to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good fun. Yeah, this was just absolute craziness. Um, 
I, I loved it because it's all all six of these guys are really talented and at the same time are good at this hardcore kind of style. And you you would imagine coming out of this, of course, of the Bucks kind of they, – they always do the show-stealing spots and stuff. But here I kind of thought Luchasaurus – every time Luchasaurus is on TV, he's getting over his yeah. shit. And um, I thought everyone hit their mark. Even Christian doing that dive was like, oh, man, good for you. So – I thought this was hella fun. If this, like, not not my match of the night, but honestly, like, just entertaining throughout. Did, did not stop being no. entertaining. And, yeah, uh, Dinosaurs in My Wrestling is A-OK with me. Love it. But Jungle Man, what's next? TNT title? Oh, a him and Sammy yeah. feud could be good. That's what I want. Jungle Boy versus Sammy. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. There, there. You can always do... I, I think the singles run is obviously the big thing for him, but I think... As you say, Jungle, uh, sorry, Luchasaurus is so over with this crowd. I definitely think you could have a tag title run. I would like that as well. I would like that. Nice, yeah, for sure. Let them let them have a. I think when AEW started, you wouldn't look at these two and be like, "I want to see them as tag champions," but they're delivering and the crowd loved them. So I think definitely once you've got maybe maybe get the titles back on FTR with this Lucha Brothers feud, and you can have uh, Jungle take it off them. They had history, yeah, right, yeah, so. But yeah, down the line, definitely world world champ down the line. I see for Jungle Boy, but tag titles run for these guys are, are great. I still want to see the, a Christian feud with him. It's got to come, right? Yeah, You've yeah. got to have Christian turn at some point. Yeah, down the line, we go to our next match, which is a Cody Rhodes match because it can't be a pay per view without Cody oh, Rhodes. Yeah. Cody Rhodes and Pac versus Andrade El Idol and Malachi Black. Um, so Cody comes out with his epic entrance and gets booed. <laughs> None of these matches so far had videos because they were moving pretty quick, but this one did. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, think though, there was a lot of plunder they had to clear up. True. Like, you've got Adam Cole's blood everywhere. You've got broken tables. <laughs> you had a lot of blood. A you lot of people's blood. laid out. Yeah. You had a dinosaur. Brandon right? Cutler. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, so Cody Rhodes and Pack. Of course, Cody's getting booed, but Arn gets cheered cody and pack are tagging each other in and out like one would be like no i'm taking the fight can they coexist um is it jose who's andrade's uh yeah he keeps trying to get yeah he keeps trying to get involved distraction here and there's an early black master cody that takes him out so it's pack fighting both of them kind of early on there's an acai moonsault to both of them from pack which is crazy Andrade fires back with his own crazy dive with the crazy Tornillo corkscrew thing. There's a DDT on the apron from Andrade, which kills Pac here, but it's a near fall. There's some super kicks. Cody now wanting, just itching to get in. And when he tags in, a sea of boos. There's the dusty elbow, but it's almost like halfway through. He's like, ah, you're booing me anyway. I'm just going to do the elbow part. <laughs> and does it. It was like super lazy, but uh, does that. Hits a avalanche reverse suplex off the top, which was cool. He gets a figure four locked in and then Pac tags in and does a 450 on Andrade while he's in the figure four, which is pretty cool. There's then uh, like the Fosbury flop, but at the last second, Black pushes Cody. So he takes the spot from Pac instead. Ah, they're coexisting. They're not. Mm. Um, There's then bicycle knees, German suplex, but Cody is in to break up the pin. There's then a boot, which now Andrade, sorry, no, Black and Cody are just fighting in the front row on our friend Scrump's lap <laughs> as he's posted a photo like, uh, they're fighting on top of me. <laughs> and uh, they're fighting in the crowd, but back in the ring, there's a poison Rana and 
Pack goes up top, hits the black arrow for the win, I think on Andrade there. So Pack and Cody pick up the win. Honestly, I was kind of wondering why this is on a pay-per-view. Yeah, I was I was checked out. Like these four guys yeah. are great, but um you could tell the the crowd were a little burned out at this point. We've had a lot of like very good matches. Uh we've seen this Cody Black feud for it's I mean it's all Black's done since joining the company. Right. It's feud with Cody. And I didn't really buy the can they coexist thing. That to me hasn't been really a story that's been told on TV. Uh it's been them running out and helping each other. And now you're doing the WWE can they coexist? Didn't feel that was really needed. Um and this felt like it could have just been like a rampage main event or something like that. Yeah, um, the, the match wasn't bad actually. Maybe as like a like a bit of a palate cleanser was fine, like have a bit of a bring you down, because uh, it's the show's been on a high. Yeah. Um but this was just fine. It was just there for me. And I, I was a bit checked out at this point. It was it was interesting because this card has so many matches and it goes so fast. But you need t- people there need time to go to the bathroom, get a beer, mm. get some food. Same people watching at home. We need a like break to yeah. get get your food or whatever. It's like this was definitely set up for that, I guess. But at near towards the end, the the, the work rate between all four was awesome. Oh, they're all fantastic. Yeah. I just don't think the the story is, was it. maybe there for me. You didn't We've need seen this. the combinations a few yeah. times, and I thought it was a little lazy with the the bickering between Cody and you, Pac. You could have just done this on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, and we all would have gotten out a little earlier, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, it, it definitely wasn't terrible. We go to our next match: the women's championship match. The champion Britt Baker, DMD, putting the title on the line against Ty Conti who um, we talked a lot about through the years on NXT through the years, and then she she left, and now she's in a women's championship match on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy, so shout out, Tay. Uh, I liked, um, they were talking about kind of where she was previously, and JR said, um, like, training. Like, kind of called NXT developmental training. And... At first, I was like, oh, that seems a bit of a slight. And then it was like, well, no, it, it, it is true. Ty was, Ty had never wrestled and she was in NXT training. It was more kind of putting her over as this is someone who's come a long way very quickly, um, since coming into AEW. Yeah. And she's now ready for this, this big women's main event. Yeah, she looked really nervous, mm. and they were t- saying it on commentary, like, "Oh, look, she's got a different demeanor." Like, a little overwhelmed yeah, by the crowd yeah. and everything. Yeah, she had a cool like Brazilian entrance here with yeah. like the, the monitors and the screens and the ramp and some face paint as well. Um, but Britt is ready. She's got Rebel and and Hater. She's she's good to go. There's a lot of counters back and forth early on. Um, there's Tay who does this like arm breaker onto the ropes where she's pulling at Britt here. Um, some. Pop-up knees, some bicycle pump kicks. She loves hitting those. Um, there's the like a V-trigger almost. T- tie trigger? <laughs> Tay trigger? Yeah, something like that. Uh, but it's only a near fall. Britt comes back and starts beating on Tay. There's like a, a rope assist neck breaker for a near fall. She hits the running stomp at one point for a near fall. Ty comes back and hits an RKO. Yeah. Ty KO. She already calls the other She other has her other moves. <laughs> she hits a, the, a cutter, essentially. The Conti cutter. The Conti there cutter. Go. There you go. That, that, that works. Um, but it's not enough to get Brit. They're fighting on the apron here, and Brit hits an air raid crash on the apron, which definitely looks like it hurt. Ouchie. 
Um, but rolls her in and Ty gets out of it. So the match continues. Ty does eventually hit the Ty KO, which is like what? Like she has you in one position and then turns you around and hits you with like a knee, like a go to sleep kind of, mm. kind of similar to that. Um, but Britt kicks out of it. So Ty is a little shook. They're fighting ringside now and there's Britt who hits her with a stomp. To the steps, like the steel steps there. Looks crazy. Rolls her in the ring, hits the stump again, and gets the lockjaw, which we all think it's over. But Ty gets to the ropes and gets out of it. She sends Britt to the outside, who's hanging with Rebel there. And then Ty does a moonsault to them. Almost looked like she did almost double rotation if no one was there to kind of yeah she kind of yeah went fully over and landed on her feet not right? not the most graceful moonsault i've seen but she she did it damn it uh she she could tell she was nervous before doing it yeah. as well but she did she did it so you, good for her uh, rolls brit in the ring and hits the tie ddt tie dt yeah but Britt kicks out of it. That's her finish, so she's a little concerned. She should have been listening to JR on commentary last week when he's like, you got to give it a little bit more grip there to finish that DDT. Britt gets up and counters it and turns it into the lockjaw, which then Ty counters into a roll-up. One, two. Britt turns that roll-up into a roll-up of her own. The ref counts three, and Britt Baker is still your AEW women's champ. I thought this was a good match, and I uh, I thought both brought it, and it's really it sounds condescending to say proud of Ty Conti, but yeah, like yeah. we have we've watched her since the the May Young Classic, right? We've kind of followed her career right from the beginning, so it is it is cool seeing them on the big stage for sure. I I felt I honestly this this card was so stacked that I kind of felt bad for these two wherever they were placed on the show. So maybe after the that tag was was the best placement for this. Because this the bar was set so high, um, but I thought they delivered. I liked the, um, I liked Brit wanting to end with the lockjaw because yeah. I think it gave a good hope spot to Ty, where you thought, oh, Brit's gonna fuck it up here. So it made those near falls towards the end uh, quite good. Because I think coming into this, I was sure Brit would win, but they started to ha- put doubts in your mind, which was nice. I can't say the story has really done much for me. It was very much Ty's just top ranked and then Brit's just been like beating up. What do you mean? The story was I got a better ass than you. Well, there's that as well. (laughs) They did edit that out of of the the TV one. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I can't say the, the story was big enough for me to like be that emotionally invested in the match. But I yeah. thought they did a good, good job. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I wasn't super into the, the feud and stuff, but I thought the best tie match for sure um and brit it was it was a solid match you know what i I actually did think it was a good match uh brit is someone it's kind of like mjf to me where i'm like you're amazing you got this character you can say anything and people love it and you're so good and so believable you're a star but the wrestling still like maybe isn't there when i'm like brit like is is pretty good I think I think I, I, I maybe just me being myself. I'm like, oh, maybe. I think sometimes that there are other people on the roster doing much more flashy stuff, right? That you remember them more for. Uh, like you're not going to remember Dante Martin for his talking, are you? True. And I think that comes like you remember Brit and MJF because they're so good on the mic. Yeah. That you kind of maybe forget how good they are in the ring and they they might not be as flashy but they definitely are great at the little things and 
have a star quality about them when they're wrestling for sure. Uh, no, I, th- I think Britt's great. Yeah, I, I, I like this match. Honestly, I thought it was good. And Britt retains, obviously, we saw that coming because yeah. she needs her feud with Thunder Rosa to continue. We go to our next match, which was definitely built up on people talking on the microphone. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. So this all started because Eddie was kind of a dick, was mad Brian, Brian beat him and just interrupted CM Punk's promo. And then it just started snowballing from yep. there. And here we are. <laughs> Ruby so- uh, Soho's his bodyguard now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so strange that we got here. I keep thinking of it's CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, Paul Rudd on Hot Ones. Uh, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> look at us. Yeah. Who would have thought we'd be here right now? Not me, because yeah. no one would ever really think this would happen. Showing this exact card to someone 10 years ago, a five year years ago, ago six a year ago. ago. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, yeah, honestly, yeah. Just nonsense. So the the promo battles between these two over the past two weeks have just been insane. The story is awesome. Eddie says, Punk, you've always been an asshole to people on the indies, and like I'm going to kick your ass. You, you, know, you always hated me. Punk's like, yeah, you're a bum, <laughs> which, I, which I thought was funny. Um, CM Punk not rocking the long boys, mm. not rocking the short, short the trunk trunks. boys, but it's CM shorts. CM shorts. I like this. This I like this look for him. Yeah, I mean, the last time I saw him wear shorts like this, though, <laughs> yeah, he didn't, didn't win. <laughs> yeah, he didn't win his matches or his fights. Yeah, I put a tweet out saying, uh, just put it out there. Punk is zero two. In In shorts. shorts. And of course, someone corrected me and said, he's actually 0-1. That's right, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I imagine these trunks are, these shorts are coming soon. Oh, I want these. These look so nice. They should be, I I know Scrump's listening right now from from Pro Wrestling Tees. You got to talk to your boss about selling wrestling swim trunks. I need these next summer. Board shorts. Strutting around Toronto Island in my little CM Punk shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Can see it now, because I still have some wrestle ruse, but like I'm not rocking those to the beach. Oh, these I need, are, these, these are, are nice. Yeah, you need like you need board shorts with people's gear on them, and mm. CM Punk's ones here with the Chicago stuff looks pretty cool. So uh, Eddie Kingston, Eddie looking great as well. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Kingston looking like Eddie, yeah. Um, as they're standing face to face in the ring, right before the bell rings, Eddie hits Punk with the the Yurikin, the spinning back fist, like knocking him out, just like. His UFC fight. It's over already. Mm. But no, he's back up and the ref says, okay, start. So Eddie just smiles. I love Eddie's reactions. His facial reactions to everything are like top. Yeah. Honestly. And the crowd here are just eating everything up. Like they've they've woken up now. They're yeah. ready for this match. Uh, the chance, uh, it, this was the loudest the crowd were all night, I think. And real kind of almost like Rock Hogan vibes with this crowd here just they just wanted to cheer yeah this is the first time cm punk got booze mm. since i since coming back honestly uh he he wants to continue the fight so the bell rings eddie beats him up hits an exploder suplex here um and then punk gets up and starts kicking him and eddie can't take it so just pokes him in the eye being the bad guy here uh they're brawling around ringside and it just cuts the punk who's now busted open bleeding again it's again it's like oh we can blade it. I'm on a pay-per-view. I'm not in WWE. Let's fucking bleed everywhere. So Punk adding some color to the match, which always adds a lot to a match. There's a flying clothesline from Punk off the apron, taking Eddie out. Punk in the ring hits Eddie with the flying shoulder block. 
and then another oh, one yeah. ducks the clothesline, the proto bomb, and then the five knuckle shuffle. The crowd doesn't know what to do here. I didn't know what to do <laughs> while watching this at home. Like, he held what? it forever. The, the hand in the air. Before going, while his face is like bloody, he looks like a (laughs) devil. But you know, he always shows his respect for his buddy John Cena. But Eddie says "fuck you" and blocks the move. There, there's then this huge standoff, and the crowd gets even more fired up as they start just hockey fighting here, punches and punches and punches, potatoing each other here. Yeah, definitely, just bloody mess. There's then Punk who hits the three amigos. Mm -hmm. Shout out Eddie Guerrero here. Yeah, he he. Said on, uh, was it the Renee podcast or something like that? He talked about how Eddie, like, yeah. mentored him quite a bit yeah. early. So yeah, they, it is like we make a joke on here, like, everyone does an Eddie, Eddie tribute. Thing. And obviously, the timing of this pay per view being the what, 16th anniversary of his death in the city, he passed away. That is crazy. Um, a lot of Eddie tributes tonight, but I guess punks made sense for sure. Yeah. Well, the crowd now is cheering for Punk, but again, they're going at each other. They're both beat up. They're both slowly getting up in one corner, and the crowd, again, is like rising and rising. And they both stare at each other, and it's almost like an ar- like a war, mm-hmm. like an army. It's like a wall of death here as they run at each other, charge, and they're beating each other up. Um, there's then Eddie Kingston, who who tries to go for his spinning backfist again, but he's caught with the GTS... But he he like rolls to like the side kind of so Punk can't really capitalize on it. This is where CM Punk starts doing MMA stuff, <laughs> like some strikes and some holds, and the crowd is booing yeah. him. They're booing him so much, and you can see he's reacting to it, and he loves it. So he's working on the fly here. He's doing more of it and more of it. He picks Knees up Eddie, to the gut, yeah, that kind of thing. Eddie tries to to fight back, but it's eventually. A second go-to sleep, one, two, three, CM Punk beats Eddie Kingston in a war. And this is the first time that I thought, okay, CM Punk is back. I, yeah, I've enjoyed all of Punk's matches so far, but there's definitely been some rust that, obviously, he hasn't wrestled for seven years. There's going to be rust there. Um, It's starting to shake off, but I think this shows where Punk is, is... so good it's his storytelling in the ring it is that connection he has with the audience being able to read them eddie has exactly the same connection with this audience yeah uh and it made for some magic here this was the shortest match on the entire show it was 11 minutes and that made sense the way they were wrestling it was a fight if you have two people on the street fighting like this it's not going to last long it's not going to go long before they're just worn out and someone gets that knockout blow yeah. You know, and and I think that kind of that moment you were talking about, both like rising up in the corners, it was almost both both fighters here know we've got a little bit of juice left in us, and we're going to throw it all out. Um, again, just very different, very different from MJF Derby, very different from Miro uh, Danielson. Like every singles match on this show felt like a completely different style of pro wrestling, and I loved this. Just the crowd were at the hottest here. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite match of the night, but I think I, uh, this was definitely one of those moments where I was so jealous of everyone in that crowd because it was just electric. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if someone was like this was their match of the all, night because honestly, it was it was pretty good. Um, I I've not been super impressed with CM Punk since his come his coming back. 
I'm like, yeah, your promos and the way you talk, I always thought he was top. But his wrestling, yeah, it never, it wasn't clicking. Some of the this, the Derby match definitely kind of threw me off. I was like, mm. oh, okay, you, you've not done this for a while. This one felt like you know what you're good at, and he's kind of figuring out. I don't know what the John Cena stuff was for, but I still like, I loved it. So, I think it was like Eddie was playing. Eddie's interesting, and we've got the the post match where Punk offers his hand, yeah. signed respect, like P- Eddie earned Punk's respect. And Eddie was like, nah. Eddie was playing the heel in this match, and I don't want him to change. Because the crowd like him. It's just like, oh, it's just Eddie. He's a dick, you know, but we love him for it. Yeah. Like the, the Urican beforehand, like Eddie's playing heel, but almost Punk was leaning into it. The, the Cena stuff is him being a heel. Right. Right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, both, both here, just... A really entertaining feud. I saw someone say um, what they loved about their their rampage like fight. Yeah, was it felt like a real fight where neither guy really comes across well. They both seem a, like, like a, a bit fight. of a, a bit of a dick, right? Uh, and it's what made it so real. And that that's what this match felt for me as well. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of want to see this continue almost in a way where like Mox is kind of gone, right? Mm-hmm. And Eddie and him have been teaming. I kind of wouldn't mind if these guys kind of now. I think if Mox was around, we'd have the tag. I think we'd have Punk and Brian versus, versus these two. Mox yeah, because I think you'd have had obviously Brian and Mox be the yeah the match tonight. Right. I think that could have been maybe where they're going. Um, yeah, we'll see. Where do they do they go separate directions now? Hmm. Um, could Eddie like TNT Championship for Eddie is something like you could maybe see him challenging Sammy down the line. I don't know. It's with Mox out of the picture, it definitely does open up a few th- different possibilities than I think they would have been going. Right. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it again. But yeah, I, I love this. It felt like old school, like see, blood helps and adds to yeah. matches, but both these guys are really good at this brawling style that I'm not always super into, but when it's done well like this, I I, I was drawn in and you said it was only 11 minutes. Yeah. Like, Great. One of the best was, 11 matches. Yeah, the shortest, <laughs> including even the pre-show. It was the shortest match on the show. That's nuts. It didn't, it, it was, it was great, honestly. Um, our next match, a Minneapolis street fight. And I know what you're thinking. Wait, didn't we just have one with a dinosaur in it earlier? No, that was, that was a different match. This one, that one was a false count anywhere street fight. This one's a Minneapolis street fight. <laughs> Which means it starts as a traditional five-on-five tag match with tags, and then we go, oh, shit, yeah, this is street fight. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> what, a street fight. What, what are we, we doing? doing? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Okay, so the inner circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz versus the men of the year, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, and American top team, Junior Dos Santos, Andre Ariovsky, and Arlovsky. Ar- Arlovsky, fuck, and Dan Lambert. Shows you how much I do know about mixed martial arts sometimes. Yeah, our friend who's over, who's a big uh, MMA fan, yeah, was yeah. like, this is crazy. Junior Dos Santos and yeah. this guy, Olofsky, yeah. that's nuts. This is crazy. We're just like, yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. you know, it's Ethan Page. <laughs> yeah. Toronto boy. <laughs> yeah, who is telling them how to do all their spots in this match. Uh, so this is uh, a street fight, and Dan Lambert said he's going to pin Jericho in this. It is kind of weird because they do start off with 
a, like this tag rules. So it's, it's kind of it weird. was it was bad. It was a bad start. Like it made no sense. Yeah, really weird. Um, we get the wrestlers in who obviously know how to work, but then Arlovsky comes in. He hits a series of strikes and then like a, some Samoan drop, mm. which looked all right, I guess. Like none of these guys look bad. He also hits like a suplex and then goes for a standing moonsault. He kind of hits it. Yeah, landed a little, almost Lance Archered it a little. But, yeah, I was a little uh, scared. But still, pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ethan Page, there's then, this is when they go, okay, let's just not have a wrestling match anymore. Yeah. And then go, hey, it's a street fight. And then <laughs> there's a barrel of hockey sticks that Ethan Page, of course, the Canadian with Canadian on Canadian violence hitting Chris Jericho with the hockey stick. Um, there's then Jericho who fights back with hockey sticks. He grabs a Prince sign. Yeah. Again, they're in Minnesota. Yeah. Was Prince one of the artists Dan Lambert slagged off in a promo? Because he has like ran down Artists? random things before. But uh, I don't know. I think it's just a nice cheap pop for okay. Prince. And who doesn't love Prince, right? I mean, the True. crowd popped for it. But yeah. then they started chanting Purple Rain. So like, <laughs> hey, why not? Um, <laughs> there's footballs in this yeah. match. Sammy Guevara has a football. Um, there's this double submission where Proud and Powerful have Ethan Page in like a camel clutch and then a- they kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> they have like all these, these weird submissions. It was actually a really cool spot here. Oh yeah. Yeah. The double submission. Like, double quadruple submission. Great, yeah. While the guy's like exposed, Sammy whips a football. It was at like him. the gory special with a yeah. Boston crab or something, was, right? Yeah. It was it pretty very cool. cool. Um, there's Sammy with footballs. There's then a toaster. Which is brought in here, my little to- brave little toaster. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, Jr. mentions something. The commentary is talking about bunt cakes for some reason. They have a bunt cake tin. I assume a bunt cake is a like a famous Minnesota cake. So it's like it's a bunt cake tin. B u n d t. I learned all about bunt cake from this match last night. Bunt. Oh, okay. It's one of those like uh, these kinds. You know, the like the bunt. Bunt oh, cake. there's a D bunt cake. Bunt cake. Like blunt. Lint. Blunt. Bunt cake. Oh, blunt cake. Uh, is it from Minnesota? Is it just the, like the cake? The first question on Google is what is the point of a bunt cake? <laughs> what? what is the point? <laughs> yo, you like cake? Yo, you know it'd be good if there was a hole in it. <laughs> you want less cake? Yeah, we'll make a hole. The bunt pan allows more of the cake to be in contact with the edges of the pan, and therefore the heat is transferred more evenly. Oh. If you put pound cake into a regular pound round cake pan, it will not cook in the center or it will burn on the edges. So you get a nice even cake in Minnesota. Damn. Makes for a mighty fine weapon. Yeah, here in this match. Yeah. Uh, there's Chaos Ringside. This is when they grab this huge ladder, and one of the guys is put on a table, and Sammy Guevara climbs this ladder. Very Jeff Hardy vibe Very here. Very Jeff Hardy. Yeah, as he swanton bombs off of it through the table. This looked like it really hurt. This mm. spot is crazy, though. Um, our Again, our friend Scrump, who is ringside for this, has a great video on his uh, Twitter just right, oh, in, fr- right in front nice. of him. He's just like, oh, okay, and filmed it. Uh, looks awesome. Um, there's then an ego's edge on the floor. Um, he gets involved with... Ethan Page is kind of fucked. He, he always just does these nut spots. Like this, yeah, like a release jackknife 
onto the... On the floor, yeah. like the razor's edge. So painful. Yeah. Uh, he then gets into the face of Jake Hager's wife. And, well, we saw... We, we didn't mention, but there was a guest of honor at the show. Was it Baron Von Rowski? We're young, guys. We, you know, I don't... <laughs> the guy who does the claw. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Junior Dos Santos' dad. <laughs> Baron Von Raschke. 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 Mm. Yeah, yeah. 81 he, years old. Yeah, so he, he steps in to help Jake Hager's wife there and does the claw on Ethan Page. And um, this is when... Was it Santana uses a a bodyguard to jump off of and do a poetry in motion type move right. to the into the crowd, yep. which was pretty crazy. This leaves Dan Lambert alone in the ring with Chris Jericho, who then beats him up, finally getting his revenge here, and then looks up, does the the Eddie spot, Jimmy goes up top and hits an Eddie Guerrero frog splash. Which you know what Jericho. Look pretty look, good. look pretty good. Eddie would be proud. Pins him one, two, three, and then looks up and says, Eddie, that was for you. So nice. uh the inner circle beat American top team. Um I think this was definitely on the lower end for me of the night, but I think it was kind of needed. I think you needed something just ridiculous and fun before the main event, uh, to kind of Bring you down a little bit. Uh, I think this was the right choice to go here. I thought the, uh, like Julia Dos Santos and, uh, Andre Olofsky didn't look out of place at all. I thought they were, they were fine in this. There was some fun stuff, not like anything crazy, but uh, I mean, that I Swanton know. bomb was nice. The Swanton was crazy. That yeah. was pretty crazy. That ladder was big. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the Cody match and this match maybe could have been shaved off the pay per view, but you could, but like, Maybe you need this is you the do. toilet break. Like, you unfortunately, do. they've got such a great company full of like stars yeah. that you're going to have these big names be a, a toilet break match sometimes. And right. that's what this was for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you had I, Jake Hager with his Ray Phoenix esque double axe off the top as well. That was yeah, pretty, that, that was, was pretty nuts. <laughs> <laughs> he, Jake Hager doing his best Orange Cassidy splash, <laughs> just falling with. Falling with Grace. What is it in Toy Story? Falling with yeah. style? Something like that. But you could have shaved a bit of time off this as well. This is 19 minutes. Um, but I, I thought it was fine. It's weird. For any completists out there, it's like if you've seen this act literally happen with the same tracksuit in TNA with Dan Lambert. And yeah. then I'm pretty sure he did it again in MLW. It's like He's been a manager in MLW. It's yeah. like they, they keep just redoing it for people who maybe haven't seen He's it. He's great, though. He's not bad, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of over. I think I'm done with it now, though. I, I think it will. I think this is the end of this for a while. I think Dan yeah. Lambert might come back in a few sure. months and maybe be with someone else. Yeah. Uh, but I think this act and I, I think the relationship with Paige and Sky should be over. Yeah, like Paige is so good on the mic himself. Yeah, that I don't think make he them needs a tag a Lambert. team. Yeah, ma- let them go forward as their tag team. They're better off. Or have uh, go for the TNT. Like have he already did. Has he challenged? He's not challenged Sammy, has he? Yeah, he lost. He lost Sammy last week, two weeks ago. All right, yeah, <laughs> fine. Yeah, I don't really know what you do with these guys. I do like them, but I think it's they're victims of how good this roster is. I think uh, it's also like it, I don't know if I want to watch MMA, I'll watch MMA. Mm. I don't want to see guys I don't know or really care about. 
there I know is it, a crossover though. There obviously, are so many people. That, obviously, there is. Obviously, there is. But like, not working for me. As a not fan. for you, no. Yeah, yeah. But like us getting excited about Anishi, there are so many people who don't who care. Don't care. Right. Like we know people who don't watch. They're like oh, Japanese wrestling. Yeah. No, I don't know who this guy is. But a Junior Dos Santos being in it would be like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm just and saying, that's where AEW is good. They are trying to reach out to lots of different... And that, and that's cool. Like uh, WWE, you know, they try to do some crossover stuff as well. It's just like, instead of watching this guy named Junior Dos Santos almost do a standing moonsault, mm. I'd rather watch, For you sure, know, yeah. Sheeta versus Deep again yeah. or something like that. Like, there's there's a lot of people in this that I'm just like, this, this was my absolute smoke break, bathroom mm. break. But I still actually didn't end up hating it. No. So like... Again, everyone in it did their it did part. did its job. Yeah, everyone yeah. did its part. But that's Sammy Swanton. Crazy. And the claw. Yeah. The claw. They did a good job of the showing claw. him earlier in the night. Because I'm sure there were lots of people like us who don't know who yeah. he is. But you see the name come across and you see him doing that. And you go, oh, okay. It's a old classic wrestler. So by the when he gets his spot in the match, you're like, oh, wow. The claw. The guy who invented the claw. I know this yeah. guy. <laughs> the claw. Yeah. We go to... Our main event of the evening, the AEW World Championship, the champion, Kenny Omega, defending against Hangman Adam Page. And we get this great video package that they were airing through that, uh, the, the promo stuff they've been putting on their YouTube and the pre-show and all that stuff, which was very well done with the kind of story of Hangman and Kenny. But then we get this great video entrance for Hangman Page here. This, is, this reminded me of Kenny versus Okada. Like those New Japan videos that mix like, like the Terminator one. Yeah. It was that style, like the way it was shot and yeah. everything felt. You had the, uh, yeah, it's like him going through the streets of Minneapolis on his horse. It's, it's like this, this crazy shot where it's empty streets that they clearly got blocked off and it's nighttime and hangman on a horse, but the camera's like almost zooming down the street, almost like a movie. And you see like this one shot, this like, tunnel walkway with glass and lights mm. and you see the dark order running yeah they're like hangman and they're all running it's if you blink you would have missed it and then finally seeing, like to him. flashes of the the whole feud the whole story. story of hangman like right from uh signing the match against jericho at the first pay-per-view right. and losing uh you had all these flashes kind of telling his story as he's walk like riding through yeah. the streets it was great Honestly, this Made is awesome. It feel like a big, big deal. And like the the Western style music, like the whistles, like mm. the and then just like that. Yeah, it was. It was just. It sounded just like that. And and him on the horse, and then finally getting to his entrance when his music hits, he comes out, and the crowd going absolutely nuts for some cowboy shit. Oh yeah, here tonight. And then the champion, Kenny Omega, comes out with Don Callis. Boom. And we were all thinking, all right, what's this dork going to dress like tonight? <laughs> but he comes out in some sort of cosplay, I'm sure. It looked cool. Oh, I don't know. Kenny? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know what it, any, half of it, the time it no. is, but I'm always like, yeah, all right. Um, and, well, it's on. Big big fight feel for sure as this match starts off. Uh, Don Callis already, right in the beginning, keeps trying to sweep the leg and just kind of annoying hangman here uh, early on hangman hits his patented clothesline sending kenny to the outside and then the pascada clothesline and this is when he's beating down on kenny and we can hear again our friend scrump just giving it to kenny yelling yeah. at him just screaming at him you suck. you suck you um, suck there's K- 
Kenny and Hangman back in the ring. A fallaway slam, kip up from Hangman, then a tope, um, and then the what? The Orihara moonsault from Hangman, which is just Chef's kiss. There's a brain buster for a near fall. Uh, springboard into this like sunset flip thing from Kenny. Hangman's on the top rope. Kenny too. Kenny jumps over him with this like double rope springboard thing. Sunset flip into a sit out liger bomb, but doing that oh, motion this is crazy that fast. Holy yeah. shit, man! Kenny Omega and Hangman and Hangman landing like on his neck here. He sells it as almost he like went numb. The yeah. ref's like, "Yo, are you okay?" And he's like selling it. And then Kenny smells blood in the water like a shark hits the snapdragon, and then again, and then again on the apron here, which is just crazy. Hangman kicking out though. Hangman dodges one and counters one and hits this beautiful Kurt Angle style overhead German suplex. Like, Inside out. Yeah, just crushing Kenny here. But Kenny comes back. There's a Tiger Driver 98 for a near fall. They're climbing up top again. Hangman hits an avalanche power slam Spanish fly that we've seen him do. He did, he did it with Kenny in that match against the Bucks. So that was awesome. He then sends Kenny to the outside. He's taking a breather. Hangman removes one of the cameras on one of the top posts and then does this crazy jump off of it, crashing onto Kenny almost through a table onto the outside, which was crazy shot. They go back in the ring. Kenny fires back with a V-trigger, a power bomb, and it's almost like he's going for for a move. Yeah. The buckshot. Yeah, Kenny's he, on the apron teasing. He's teasing it and the then buckshot. goes, nah, and then beats him up anyways. But now Hangman goes for the buckshot, but in the last second... Kenny pulls the referee, who then eats this damn oh. fucking buckshot. This was nuts. Uh, this is when Don Callis gets involved. This is Paul Turner, wasn't it? He, yeah, took, he wow. took this well. He took that Shout buckshot. out for Paul Turner. Don Callis has the world title, and he comes in there, and he goes to deck him with it, but Hangman takes it. Kenny goes to deck him with it, but he misses it. He hits the dead eye on Kenny, and in comes, is it Aubrey, who runs yeah. down in there for the one-two but it's a kick ah. out. There's a series of V triggers and another V trigger and hangman who's like almost like dying here from these V triggers just comes alive and says, is that all you got? This motherfucker. Hey. And he nails Kenny with this lariat inside out here. And this is where the young bucks come down to the ringside. Now they've clearly had a shower and cleaned off all that Pink, the pink and purple shit in their facial hair and they're watching this they got a more serious tone. so on rampage hangman had said look i know you didn't have anything to do with the attack on wednesday and uh i cost you the opportunity at the tag titles and for that i apologize and you cost me a shot at the world title so we're even but if you interfere tonight i'll ruin you right i'll make it my mission to fucking end you yeah so but here they are bucks coming out and you're like oh what they're gonna do so this kind of irks hangman a little bit who gets this backdrop driver from kenny and hangman lands on his head this mm. was some like all, what all japan style dropping yeah. people on their head not to be exchanged by then kenny doing it to like they're doing it to each right, other they're trading backdrop drivers which are fucking nuts uh, this is when he goes for the buckshot, but it's countered. There's a one-winged angel attempt, but that's countered. Hangman hits Kenny with the one-winged angel, but it's not the finish here. He gets out of it. There's then, what, uh, Hangman who, who sets up Kenny, who's just distraught here, and the camera shows the bucks looking. Kenny, uh, Hangman goes for a buckshot, but it's to the back of the head 
of Kenny, which sets him up. He's groggy in the middle of the ring. Hangman goes to the other side, sets up for the buckshot. But as he's about to do it, he looks to, to his feet, to the side. Matt Jackson, who just does this subtle nod. Mm. Like, go on, do it. Hangman does the flip, the springboard flip, into the buckshot lariat. One, two, three. The brand new AEW world champion, Hangman Adam Page. Uh, this was awesome. Uh, great, great match. Um, yeah, like this did everything. This is the crowning of Hangman. I know we've been talking about, uh, we can see Kenny, like we, there could still be juice in this run. Right. I think in the moment, it felt right. It felt right to crown Hangman. I loved the stuff with the Bucks, especially Matt Jackson. Cause if you go right back to this, this feud, it was, Matt was the initial one Hangman really had a problem with. Nick was a little bit more neutral in the feud. So I think having Matt being the, like, they've now lost the tag titles. They lost earlier in the night. And it's like this almost recognition, uh, recognition of, yeah, our, our time is done. Like we're, we don't have the juice anymore. Like we're done. And giving that nod of approval. Um, I loved it. It's, it's again, it's these, these small things that this group, the elite are so good at these little details, these little callbacks. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was really great. Yeah, stuff. these these matches that these guys have been doing, and this is even before AEW yeah. was a thing. Is like these little like wrestling is a week to week or month to month show that never stops. It's always continuing. It's a moving train. It's almost like a, a series of movies, right? And I don't want to just compare re- like this stuff to Marvel movies, but there'll be certain things in these movies that will connect to something like way down the line or something that is so small that like is is connected and and continues the story in such little tiny ways and makes people go well this means this and and all that it goes back to certain spots of even uh what is it kota bushi almost winning the title there's like almost callbacks to that i could see it was i think it was kenny who eventually who who costed kota the title like way back and they're Mm -hmm. doing like callbacks to even stuff like that so i'm like this is crazy all while there's a guy front row with a sign that says what would Coda think? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely trying to get in the head of Kenny there. But like, yeah, the storytelling with these elite guys are, are so great. You could see the camera was like focusing on Nick. And then they're like, wait, you're going for the, the buckshot again. Let's go back over there. And then they move back over there. And it was, it was, it was less obvious with Nick, but Nick was that side with yeah. the first buckshot. Yeah. So it was like both bucks allowed it to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- this was exactly the right thing. An awesome moment at the end. You had, Hangman celebrating the Dark Order. Are on the ramp. Yeah. And he's like, no, you guys come you down. You guys come down. So they come down. The Dark Order get in the ring. They give him a beer. Hangman takes the beer. He throws it away. It's almost like, I don't want a beer. I, I want just my hug friends. my friends. Yeah. And they all I'm hug. crying. Raiden's crying. We're yeah, all crying. Everyone's... Cowboy shit, baby. Yeah. Uh, cowboy shit. Yeah. They're just, just, just great. I, I love the fact that it, it was like an ending of a big movie because the the bad guy gets it. I feel Kenny needs to go away for a bit. Yeah, uh, I know we're doing the show a, a day removed from the show, and I, I've been reading reports that uh, Kenny's actually injured, so oh, okay. that he might be going away. I, I, I thought to myself watching him, I'm like, oh, he doesn't look as like jacked as he normally okay. does for his big kind of matches, and apparently he's been 
actually injured and, oh, okay. and hasn't been able to kind of get into that that shape he's wanted. So that might be how... I think some time off would be good. Yeah. Uh, I think you can... Uh, like, it makes sense the character who's this been on this huge ego trip and has finally, like, gradually all his titles have been right. going away. Um, I think a break would be good. He For should sure. come back a different form of his character, maybe a bit more humble. You've seen, like, the Bucks giving that approval. I think they're still going to be dicks, but I think they're yeah, maybe yeah. going to be a bit more somber now moving forward. Um, and I think we're going to... Hangman now, I can see being with a completely new set of characters with this title reign. I, I think you're going to have uh, MJF in that picture. You're going to have Miro in that picture. Um, you're going to have... Danielson. A, Danielson, obviously, has got the, the, the title match, which is an interesting match to book because I... Can't see Hangman losing yeah. to Brian, but it's that's a a big match yeah. to have. Um, but yeah, I, I think it feels it almost feels like we're entering a new phase now. Of new, a, yeah, a new, it's like starting new champion, uh, new new characters, new stories. Jay Lethal. Uh. Oh, I skipped over <laughs> Jay Lethal. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about. I I, I really love this match. The, I, I, this was my match of the night, but I obviously have a huge soft spot for Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. This just felt like I, uh, I have not, we, we rewatched the first opening match, which honestly is an instant classic to me, but I, I would say the same thing for this one. This one, uh, hit it home for me. They, they were doing everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like they were doing all the stuff with, um, all, Kenny never hit the one winged angel. Nope. So there's still that story down the line. He kicked out of the one winged He angel. kicked out of his own move. Yeah. So there's so, there, again, there's so little intricate details. There's, there's things when Hangman's like, yo, I'm, I'm, fuck you. I'm not taking this. This is all you got. And they're going back and forth with the strikes. They're doing those backdrop drivers. Like everyone was hitting their moves on point. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Kenny Omega still, still the best bout machine for me. Like still putting on the best matches, but the story here was Hangman and it felt like this beautifully wrapped up like movie that's yeah. finally come. But now you're right. It opens up this whole new. Like thing of where are we gonna go? Is Hangman gonna fight Danielson at Winter is Coming? Is someone else gonna step up before that? What's the rev- they didn't announce Revolution, but we know that's like what January, February, it's be February, yeah, yeah. So there's there's so much things that are like left up in the air and and kind of a a mystery. But uh, I love this match. I, I would say that my top matches were this one, the opener with MJF and Darby. Um, uh, Punk and Punk and Eddie, yo, this this pay per view matches. For this pay per view really? was banging. Yeah, all the singles matches were just fucking like sick. Danielson and Miro went out there had a war as well. This was one of the best pay per views in a long time. It, this this great. I great I was at All Out and Full and uh, Grand, Slam. Grand Slam. Love both, but this was my pay per pay per view of the year. Uh, yeah, it, it like, very well made knocked me. out of the park for me. Yeah, they they definitely hit it home with this. Uh, they they're on a quite a roll here with with their stuff, but absolutely love this this story with Hangman, where whether it's that whether it's some of the the stuff with the pillar stuff going forward again, like MJF can just be a right dick. Like everything going forward is 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 awesome. They they did a, such a great job, and uh, and yeah, we have Jay Lethal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal with that? Yeah, so this is the first name of the recent, like, ROH release thing. I kind of feel like, like, Jay Lethal's great. Yeah. I think he's, uh, his time's kind of passed right. a little bit. But almost, I think Tony Khan has such respect for wrestling. It's like Ring of Honor has been the company 
like was it the alternative for such a long time yeah and jay lethal was kind of their guy he was mr ring of time <laughs> you kind of feel this guy's got to have a job and it ain't gonna happen in wwe so come come here jay what were you getting paid in ring of honor oh i'll double that yeah. right now yeah <laughs> no worries um what do you see his role being well, he challenges Sammy Guevara this Wednesday yeah. for a TNT title opportunity. Sammy agreed, so that's happening this Tuesday. Uh, sorry, this Wednesday. So, yeah, that kind of role. He's going to be in a Bobby Fish kind of role, yeah. I think, and will be having good matches, good TV matches against various people who you're trying to maybe build up a bit more. Yeah, I, I will say I was a bit a bit thrown off. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I, I I've followed Jay Lethal as well for a long time. He's he's been a great wrestler but i know that like there's a lot of other people that maybe like jonathan gresham someone people from ring of honor mm. we're looking at uh i know there's stuff there's there's some speaking out stuff with involving jay lethal so it has oh, some really? people okay. like kind of questioning their mm. kind of thing like you know marty was backstage right just saying i don't know no, firsthand they're not gonna fucking touch him but he was backstage so yeah. it's like if it's going to get people being like, well, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's money, but that's not for, for any of us to say, but I, I do go, okay, well, out of all the people didn't quite get like a reaction. I think that like, it's not going to be a reaction like we've seen with punk and Danielson, right? No, like, but they also didn't tease. Like it wasn't they were like, just like, Hey, it wasn't like they're going and we we're going to announce a big, big signing. Yeah. Jay Lethal and you go, oh, it was nothing was announced. It was just the like, crowd liked hey, it. we've got Jay Lethal. Yeah. I I think he's a, a good guy to have he's there. A good wrestler. I can see him in a sort of mental role. Uh might be doing kind of the sort of what Leo Rush is doing with Dante Martin. I can definitely see them pairing Lethal up with someone else. Yeah. Uh to mentor. He's always had good matches. So yeah. yeah. He did do a flare like thing right in the beginning as he talked which again isn't like well, he, he had his macho man yeah, music yeah, as yeah, well yeah yeah the the pop and circumstance yeah. like remix which is cool but yeah um yeah we got jay lethal we got ishii coming in yeah on wednesday so they got a lot of stuff going on but a solid pay-per-view money well spent on on this uh Absolutely. definitely they had that mess up last year with the exploding barbed wire and they were like we can't let that happen we got to have bangers on like that was that this was, year that was revolution that was yeah. still this year oh fuck they ever since then they've just been on this this crazy run in my opinion and it's it's fun to be a wrestling fan uh, especially after watching this but definitely probably sh- you could argue this or all out as pay-per-view of the year no problem yeah. whatsoever but solid stuff uh, your match of the night was the opener opener yeah, yeah. yeah. honestly yeah we've already watched it back and it, it was still awesome so yeah uh guys that was full gear full gear yeah we'll be talking about dynamite this wednesday i can't wait to talk about ishi my goat we have a little ishi on our TV mantle. We so do. We, yeah. we love Ishii love in this household. Yeah, we can't get enough. I want to get his swim trunks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and wear them the way he wears them. <laughs> like up to his belly Next button. year's Halloween costume, buddy. You, <laughs> be, you be Orange Cassidy and I'll be Ishii. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Might be a little cold there. Uh, thank you guys for listening and uh, supporting us here. Uh, the BDE. We love you. At Up Next Podcast on Twitter. Go give us a follow and likes and all that stuff. Go give us a nice review on Apple Podcasts mm. and go check us out on Twitch and all that stuff if you haven't already. And if you want to hear more of us, well, you can. Patreon.com slash Up Next is where we have so many podcasts and uh, that's how we make our living. So yeah. go check us out. And it's only five bucks for North American tier for almost 400 podcasts Whew. in the bank there. Retro NXT reviews, movie reviews, all the best match ever, all that stuff is up there and it's only five bucks. So go give us a shot. Go give us a buck shot.
Do it. Yeah, we were listening to all the cowboy music last so night. So much cowboy music. Kid Rock, Cowboy, Old Town Road. Yeah. We we, we uh, what some... was the one about Applebee's? Fancy like Applebee's on a late night. I think it's called Fancy Like. Okay. Chicken Fried. <laughs> Chicken Fried. All Hope the country songs. Night. Listening to some Johnny Cash today. I was in all the cowboy shit mood, so I'm going to go watch a Clint Eastwood movie later. <laughs> I'm fucking ready. Cowboy shit, guys. Uh, I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram. I'm at the Brady, and you can find me at Davy Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And shout out, Hangman Adam Page. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.